0: Kirtaya Badrante Kirtanyo Dara Karmanaha Rasagya Ko Nuchi Yeta Harili Lamritam Pibam Piban. Word by word meanings. We can repeat these. Ta uh, those talks. Those talks. Naha nah, to, to us. Kirtaya, Kirtaya narrate. narrate. Right. Badramte, Badram may, may all good come to you. Kirtanya, Kirtanya should be chanted. chanted. Udara, liberal. liberal. Karmanaha, Karmanaha. activities. Rasa-gya, rasagya a devotee who can appreciate mellow tastes. Ka who tastes. Ka-ha. Nu. Nu. nu indi, chipyeta would feel satisfied. Would feel satisfied. Hari-lilam-ritam. Hari-lilam-ritam. The nectar of the of the Lord. The of pastimes of the Lord. Hibbhan Drinking Drinking. Drinking. Translation by His Divine Grace Siddhartha Prabhupada O Sutta Goswami, all good fortune to you, please narrate the activities of the Lord which are all magnanimous and worth glorifying. What sort of devotee can be satiated by hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord? Please repeat, O Sutta Goswami all good fortune to you. All good fortune to you. Please narr- narrate the activities of the Lord. Please narrate the activities of the Lord. Which are all magnanimous and worth glorifying. Which are all magnanimous and worth glorifying. And worth glorifying. What sort of devotee can be satiated? What sort of devotee can be satiated? By hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord. By hearing the nectar pastimes of the Lord. Report. The narrations of the the pastimes of the Lord, which are always enacted on the transcendental platform, should be received with all respect by devotees. Those who are actually on the transcendental platform are never satiated by hearing the continuous narration of the pastimes of the Lord. For example, if any self-realized soul reads Bhagavad Gita, he will never feel satiated. The narrations of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam May be read thousands and thousands of times, and still without fail, new aspects of the subject matter will be relished by the devotee. Oh my tasmai I was born in the darkness of ignorance. Our spiritual master Sri Raghupati is opening eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him and all members of Sri Parampara. Tana kirtaya badram te ko O Sutta Goswami, all good fortune to you. Please narrate the activities of the Lord, which are all magnanimous and worth glorifying. What sort of devotee can be satiated by hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord? I was remembering how somebody told me they visited Mayapur and there's you know, a lot of fired up devotees there, or some of the most fired up, maybe some of the Russian devotees that come. I saw a picture on Dundavats yesterday. It showed some sadhu sangha in Russia. That's all it said. I didn't say where it was, but it was a room with thousands of people. It was amazing, and they were all, I mean, the ones that I could pick out individually in the picture, they just, they're all dressed and shaved head and seeking and everything, doing all this in Russia, openly and like that, you know, but anyway, there was so many people in there, I'm sure not all of them were like that, but, um, so anyway, I heard that in, in Mayapur, that, uh, there was a, somebody had seen a Russian devotee just, standing in the temple room pouring over Bhagavad Gita. And after a few days, you know, he went up to talk to, to him and said, says, you're really absorbed in this Bhagavad Gita. And he says, and the Russian devotee said, yes, I've read this so many times, but it's just, every time I read it, it's got more and more in it, you <laughs> know. He was so excited about it. Um, so that's kind of what it's been." That's a, what do you say, a practical example or a vivid example, edifying example of what's being said here. What sort of devotee can be satiated by hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord? When I came to live here also there was a, you know, I don't have the name names so it's okay to tell this, but there was one devotee that was living here, <laughs> who was living next to me. It was living hearing country music all day long, I heard through the wall. And he would get a newspaper every day and sit in a chair and read a newspaper. And uh, he, he would say, oh yes, I've read the Bhagavad Gita five times. Like, I'm done with the Bhagavad Gita, you know. What, what a use is there to read more of the Bhagavad Gita? I've read it five times, come on, you know. So, anyway, the great sages and realized souls, the purified persons who, I was hearing Srila Prabhupada say in a lecture, those who have clear vision can see things and they have a different program. Um, So these sort of people, these sages are here um, and Shanaka is the head of them. By the way, we could sort of review what's happened in this chapter first. Does anybody remember? I remember because I've seen these verses recently. But how do we get to this point? We've been hearing about Vamahara, you know, the killing of Yaksha, and how Lord Varaha lifted the earth out of the water finally. And now we're back to this, uh, talking to Sutta Goswami. How did we get here? Anybody remember? Just as a really, kind of a review. Well, the first verse in this chapter, we're now on sixth, the first verse is, Shanaka inquired from Sutta Goswami, Oh, Sutta Goswami, after the earth was again situated in its orbit, what did Swami Manu do to show the path of liberation to persons who were to take birth later on? And Shanika Rishi happened to think of this conversation between Vidura and Maitreya and how, oh, there must have been stories about the Lord in that conversation, so please tell us about these. This was all kind of said in the first chapter of the first canto, which I brought here. I wanted to, because some of those verses are really nice and it tells more of the whole story, of course. Anyway, in our chapter now, text two, Shanika Rishi inquired about Vidura, who was a great devotee and friend of Lord Krishna and who gave up the company of his elder brother because the latter, along with his sons, played tricks against the desires of the Lord. Text three, Vidura was born from the body of Veda Vyasa and was not less than he. Thus he accepted the lotus feet of Krishna wholeheartedly and was attached to his devotees. Vidura was purified of all passion by wandering in sacred places, and at last he reached Hardwar, where he met the great sage who knew the science of spiritual life, and he inquired from him. Shanaka Rishi therefore asked, what more did Vidura inquire from Maitreya? In yesterday's class, Shanaka inquired about the conversation between Vidura and Maitreya. There must have been many narrations of the spotless pastimes of the Lord. The hearing of such narrations is exactly like bathing in the water of the Ganges, for it can free one from all sinful reactions. So, um, Srila Prabhupada has pointed out that, um, you know, of course, to satisfy the, the real problems in life, one must hear from a person with clear vision, one who's become purified. And Sutta Goswami is glorified as being that kind of person. Let me ask you if you can remember any statements that were made in the first canto in the first chapter about the status of Sutta Goswami. What do they say about Sutta Goswami, which makes him an appropriate person to um, speak about the Transcendental subject matters that they're all so uh, much hankering to hear From the right person and I brought the piece of paper that had the list, but I forgot does anybody remember any of those? Yeah Yeah, right good He is uh, Free from all vices, it says in there. Um, He, uh, what does it say? He has been, uh, he's well-versed in the scriptures. Something after that. He's well-versed in all physical and metaphysical topics in the scriptures. Um, and he's submissive he doesn't try to he listens to his elders and authorities and he doesn't try to you know go you know give them the elbow so to speak in any way like we learn in our competition we, you know our competitive society that if you can give somebody the elbow then you can get ahead of them that's basketball, you know about that. But Sutta Goswami is submissive, therefore he is fully imbibed, imbibed the, the truths from the previous authorities and they are confident that he has clear vision now and that he can speak appropriately on things. And they want to hear about the uh, pastimes of the Lord. Why would they want to hear about the past times of the Lord? I mean, it seems so far away from the, from the problems of the world. Just like now we have this political business going on. We're going to try to elect a, a new leader. and <laughs> When you get on the news and listen to all the things they're trying to discuss, it is such a heavy burden to lift. There's a good example that I was reading. Because, okay, this, there's a verse, one of my favorite ones from the Bhagavatam that explains why a person would want to hear about the transcendental activities of the Lord. It's a nice, very beautiful statement. It's been stated differently in the newer versions of Bhagavatam, but I'm, somehow or another I got the old original version that may probably, uh, you know, probably will know, and uh, it's just so beautiful. I've stated tried to repeat it before. Anyway, Sukadeva Goswami says to King Pariksha, this is in the fourth canto, he says, uh, O King, one should live at a place where the great acharyas speak about the activities of the Lord, and one should give oral reception to the uh, nectarian river that flows from the moon-like faces of such great personalities. If one eagerly continues to hear such transcendental sounds then surely he will be relieved of all material hunger, thirst, fear, lamentation, as well as all illusions of material life. So that's the answer. Why do why you want to hear the pastimes? And by continuously and eagerly hearing these things, gradually you become free. There's another nice verse in the Bhagavatam earlier. This is in the first canto, also one of my favorites. Yashangvaya Shriya Mahanayam. Krishna Parma I like this because it specifically says the name of Krishna, Krishna Parma Puruse. Maybe Krishna Parma Puruse. Punsa. Pumsam. Shokamokabhaya Paha. If I remember that verse, you know what it means. Yashangvaya Shriya Mahanayam. Um, I forget who is being addressed exactly, but it says, simply by giving oral reception to the Vedic literature, um, the feeling for loving service to the supreme personality of Godhead, Krishna, sprouts up in the heart, extinguishing and at once extinguishing, extinguishes the fire of those things, shoka-moka-baya. Shoka means lamentation, moha means illusion, baya, of course, fearfulness. So that's it. So people who are purified understand these things. People who do not know the science or have just gotten away from it, they gather together. They like to try to get leaders and elect them and those leaders come together and they try to Spend all their time thinking about the problems of life and the problems of society, and then every four years you get you know decide to fix it all again because now we've got problems here. You know we got a leader we wanted four years ago, but now now there's so many problems. Let's do it again. And um, you know what are they talking about now? All well, the Democrats want to make the you know all. Well, what is it? How do they, Medicare for All, I don't like that a big thing. And, and uh, global warming, that's a big thing. And the Republicans say, no, it's the immigrants coming here. No, it's everybody has to have guns because, you know, the bad people have guns. So, of course, we have to have guns, which is... Actually, I think about certain things in this world, and I can relate. I have to say I'm not big on their particular point of view, but... I've seen how in Mexico, in places where they don't allow the citizens to have arms, then they're just wide open to criminals. You know, the drug cartel people can just ride in in their SUVs with their assault weapons. And they can do anything they want to in these towns and villages way out there. And uh, people don't have their own guns, so and that's what a lot of people are afraid of. So they say, well, ban assault weapons. Well, if we don't. People have assault weapons, we need to defend ourselves with assault weapons. If we have a little, if they have an assault weapon, we have a little pistol, you know, what is that? (laughs) So we can't ban assault weapons, you know, on and on. But anyway, there's so many problems. Rashida Prabhupada said that um, in a lecture I heard that if you have an assembly of people who are politicians and they invite some saintly person to speak, or to come in here and help solve the problems. The same person is not interested because he knows that's not the way to solve the problems in the world, to discuss and make plans. They'll make plans, make plans, make plans. Should have probably said, even the crows get together and caw rock, cry cry and make, res- make resolutions. The crows make resolutions somehow if they're when con- they con- get together. But the sages know that this is not the way to solve the problems of life. The way to solve the problems of life is to try to understand God who is the father of us all. He's he's there even though we don't see him. He has the answer for our problems. And if we just become like obedient children in a family, then our problems will be solved. But if we try to go off by ourselves and decide things and talk about things and you know think what we should do it's impossible it doesn't make any sense so um what else was i thinking here anybody have any comments okay Resolution, revolution, dissolution, no solution. Try (laughs) to. How do I turn (laughs) the phrase? Well, here's the the reasons why Sutta Goswami is selected to be the speaker. You are completely free from vice and well versed in scriptures, you are acquainted with knowledge of theas. You also know other great sages well-versed in physical and metaphysical knowledge. You're submissive. And you're the eldest learned Vedantists. I heard an interesting thing from Shuta Prabhupada. By the way, others in another place in the first canto, you um, have those verses. That's in chapter 5. Um, you know, Nayad n- vachas chitra padang and so forth. Jagat pavitram tad nayatra hungsa Those words which do not describe the glories of the Lord who alone can sanctify the atmosphere of the whole universe are considered by saintly persons to be like unto a place of pilgrimage for crows. Since the all-perfect persons are inhabitants of the transcendental abode they do not derive any pleasure there. talking about the Vedanta it says Sutta Goswami, you're the eldest among the Vedantists, that's your qualification Srila Prabhupada was saying there's so many Vedanta societies in in America, and I think he was speaking in Los Angeles, That here in Los Angeles also there's a society of Vedantists and they're mostly Mayavadis and uh, he pointed out that Um, When Vyasadeva was complaining to Narada that he, you know, he didn't really feel satisfied after he would put so many things together of the Vedic literature. And even he had compiled the Vedanta. So at that point, uh, you know, Narada reminded him, well, you, you haven't really, you know, fully elucidated the pastimes of the Lord which are themselves, those are what actually can free the free people, the right medicine, as Dero Prabhu was saying, quoting that verse. The, that is actually the medicine for people of this age. So even Vedanta Sutra, not that it, it was prepared for people who are like crows, but people who are like crows will go there. They will collect around even the Vedanta. I thought that was amazing. Sri Prabhupada was pointing that out. And we see that, you know. I had people in the gift shop come in there and tell me, oh yes, we are members of Vedanta Society and we travel to India and we do all these things. And, uh, you know, so, there you have it. True Prophet says this is, um, since it doesn't really care to hear about the, the lotus feet of the Lord, as it said in that same verse, then it's not. Nice. You know, persons can fall down. Well, that's actually a different verse. Yay, or the minds. Um As I go, the to Mamas. Yay, nay, the Yeah. Yeah. Aruba Krishna, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, but people can form, perform all sorts of austerities and do many things to rise up to a, to a high position uh, towards liberation, but they will eventually fall down due to not being attracted to the pastimes of the Lord. To not being directly related to, to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and having a relationship um, that, that also is, a, is another point, that the, the purified people who know what is good for us and can speak to us properly, they have a taste for this relationship between us and our father. Just like children who have a relationship of with their father. You have a child. You have a nice son who's a medical doctor. So, I mean, in India... Especially, the, it's, in, it's so important that the, the child have a proper understanding of his parents when he grows up. And even I've, we've heard that in Vedic society, the first thing the children are taught to do in the morning is to come into their parents' room and put their head on the floor and pay their obeisance to their parents. Is that true? Do your son do that? Yeah. You did that growing up? Well, sometimes. Sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> But at least he did it sometimes, my goodness. Here they don't, they don't do that, they get up and if the parent tells them something, they swear at them. That's what it's come to now, I've heard. I had a, uh, I was living in an apartment in San Diego and the gardener would come and sometimes I would talk to him and he, would, he was having trouble, so much trouble with his teenage kids. And he was so upset because the teenage kids would swear at their mother you know, this man's wife. And he was just, God, he didn't know what to do because, you know, the kids were just out of control and you try to discipline at that point And they're just berserk. They're, they're gone mad. And you can't even talk to them. So anyway, it's nice training that, oh, no, when you're a young kid, you know, you're young, you grow up, offer your respects and you behave that way. Otherwise, straighten it out, you know. But, uh, how did I get off from that? So, uh, but anyway, training—you know how—if we don't know our relationship with God, we don't have some kind of taste for that. Being trained, then, then we don't have a taste for it. Then we'll try to solve the problems of life ourselves, and we'll go to these like you know places of pilgrimage for crows. We'll like leaders who'll be talking to all these things wasting time anyway I'm kind of babbling on it's eight thirty-seven. 37 should I do I had other nice verses I think I could read kind of along these same lines there was a good analogy speaking of that verse where uh, in the fourth canto where um, you know o king one should live in a place where the the Great Acharya speak about the transcendental activities of the Lord Um, there's a little series of verses leading up to that verse and there's a nice example that I hadn't noticed before I'll just read the text here a man may carry a burden on his head but when he feels it to be too heavy he sometimes gives relief to his head by putting burden on his shoulder. In this way, he tries to relieve himself of the burden. However, whatever process he devises to counteract the burden does nothing more than put the same burden on from one place to another. That's such a good example. Narada continued, O you who are free from all sinful activity. He's talking to this king Pr- Pr- Prachinabhartha. King Chan- Pr- Navar, he feels like he's also been misled by materialistic advisors. He's been told to perform Vedic sacrifices. And, you know, in addition to his kingly duties, he was kind of led into performing fruitive activities to solve the problems of life. And, uh, and Nardmuni has come to tell him what is the real interest of the living entity which is to get out of the nescience that causes him to endure repeated birth and death. The only remedy is to surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead through his representative. Unless one renders devotional service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudev, one cannot possibly become completely detached from this material world, nor can he possibly manifest real knowledge. There's another point that, you know, if we want to be you know purified speakers like if we want to do good to others and, and every day we're interacting with other people talking to other people wouldn't it be nice if we had something really important to say to people and how can we do that can we talk about you know retire what's the best way to have a retirement plan so you have a good bank account when you retire this is also such a big subject among people. Or, uh, you we'll know, so many other things, huh? We're offering the retirement bank account. That's true. But like, hold account. Yeah. The ultimate investment. The, the ultimate. The ultimate retirement plan. And it's so simple. You don't have to work so hard for it. You just have to sit down with some beads and donate your time willingly and try to try to listen. And you don't have to do it all day long. If you can, that would be the best. But at least whatever we can do, if you can just do one round a day or one mantra and actually listen to it, that's amazing. That's a glorious thing. If you can say Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, and really mean it and hear it and think about it just one time a day, probably you'll You'll, you'll start to like that, and you'll start to do it two times, and then will get more. And especially if you're coming here every day, you know, you're hearing it, you're seeing it many times a day. So by doing this, we become purified, and we have a chance of actually saying something important to people. We had this wonderful senior devotee here who said that, that was one of the summary statements he said about being with Srila Prabhupada. He said, I never saw anybody who was so important Srila Prabhupada. You know, he had that feeling when he, he was, he saw Srila Prabhupada many times, listened to him speak, in Los Angeles. So, we also should try to become important in the ultimate sense, not, not important by, you know, speaking about you know, what should we do about the Medicare plan? Or what we should we do about immigration? What should we do about the guns? Or what we should we do about I don't know what other things are they are talking about. Politicians. Politicians, they got all kinds of oh, the environment. The global warming. We've got to solve global warming. We've got to do we gotta change our habits. No, global global warming is a it's a farce, it's not even real, you know, it's... <laughs> we can spend all, so much time talking about these things, but... So any of us who are here, we're listening, we... The point is that we just go on doing our practice, try to purify ourselves, associate with devotees. By the way, um, Sri Caitanya Mahaprabhu... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught Rupa Goswami, and Rupa Goswami was so fired up, he said, this is what I heard from Srila Prabhupada, I don't know the verse, but he said, Rupa Goswami was taught personally by God himself for, how long was it? 14 days or something. He was taught all about yoga, almost from top to bottom, all the way up to the transcendental exit, 10 days at prayada. Huh? Yeah. Can you imagine? Talk personally. So, what was was Rupa Goswami? And Rupa Goswami said, What is this one set of ears and one mouth or one tongue to relish the transcendental pastimes of the Lord and the holy names? He said, I should have thousands of ears and thousands of mouths, and then I could relish this. So, this is a person with clear vision, like we were seeing in the beginning, who knows things as they are, knows what's important. So, uh Guru Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave five things that were um, most essential out of all the, the uh, principles of devotional service, who knows what they are other than Jeroza. <laughs> Hari Hari was the first one. Hari Puja. Hari Priya. Hari Priya was was here baking bread a few years ago. Hari Puja Mazhi. Yeah, Hari passed away. Right, she did. That was strange. As a young, pretty young woman, forty years old, a heart attack. That's really, really unusual. Hearing chanting remembering. Hearing. Mom yes. Prepared. Yes. Chanting the holy names. Hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. Associating with devotees. Uh, well, uh, that's important. To take on the Christian prasadam, but <laughs> that's not one of the five. <laughs> exactly. Huh? That's Srila Prabhupada taught us that. These are the, the five things that Sri Taitanya Mahaprabhu says, even a slight performance of these five can lead one to even a slight performance of these five things and you can lead one to love with God. Sorry, taking Prasadam is not exactly one of them. But, asso- by associating with devotees, you get that. It said associate with devotees. So you get that. Live in a holy place. Live in a holy place. Maturavana. Yeah. And then, um, Shri Maturah. Shri Worship the deity. Yeah. Shradayasevana. With faith. Huh? Yeah, you're Srimad Bhagavatam. The verse goes, what is that? sadhusana and Namakirtan. bhagavat Bhagavat-śrāvana. Bhagavat-śrāvana means to hear Srimad-bhāgavatam, or hear from the person, Bhagavat. Bhagavat-śrāvana. mutira So, yeah, worshiping the deity with faith, one of the five important principles, even a slight performance of these five things. So we're we're all doing that nicely as much as we can, and even a slight performance of these things can lead one to love of God, which is the goal. There's We mentioned the other day the Dashimura, and I looked at those. Does anybody happen to go back and look at that? Bhaktivinoda Thakur's ten principles of and you were pointing out that he's, this is kind of a summary of the teachings of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. so the first one I was trying to remember I like the way it's worded. it said um, the statements of Amnaya, which means scripture constitute the chief evidence or proof of all touchless number two is Krishna is the supreme absolute truth. Number three, Krishna is the, is replete with all energies. Number four, Krishna is the ocean of rasa, mellows, transcendental mellows, feelings. That's four. Number five, um, the jiva, spirit, souls, are part and parcel of Krishna, supreme absolute truth. Six, Um, the jiva's soul influenced by the three modes of nature is in a conditioned state. The jiva's soul in the liberated state is free from the influence of the three modes of nature. Um, How many is that? Seven. Um, Eight, I think, is uh, everything is simultaneously one with and different from the lord nine is the jiva soul's chief means of elevation is to practice the principles of pure devotional service as ordained by the omnipotent which means the scriptures and ten anybody know what number ten is it's the goal the goal of life is Krishna Prem. Yeah, those are Bhaktivedanta Takara's 10 principles. And uh, knowing these 10, ten principles, practicing that, like it says, the, the principles of pure devotional service as ordained by the scriptures and the statements of previous authorities. That is our means of elevation. And uh, I was thinking of there. Yeah, I guess that's about all I have, I thought of. Hmm. Oh, this, this verse that does that we read today from in the beginning. O Sutta Goswami, all good fortune to you. Please narrate the activities of the Lord which are all magnanimous and worth glorifying. What sort of devotee can be satiated by hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord? There's a similar verse in Canto 1, text 19. I'll just read the English translation. translation. We never tire of hearing the transcendental pastimes of the personality of Godhead who is glorified by hymns and prayers. Those who have developed a taste for transcendental relationships with with him, relish hearing of his pastimes at every moment. So that's what I was saying. That's where I got that, that statement. Those who have developed a taste for transcendental relationships with him. Srila Prabhupada taught us that we have like a disease, a jaundice a disease, where we don't really we don't know what what tastes good. We don't know what tastes good. Like somebody with jaundice, do you know this? If they taste something, sh- some sugar, it tastes bitter. They don't want it. it. Tastes bad. If you have, have you ever had that kind of jaundice where you would try that, taste sugar, and it tastes really bad? Have you had that? I mean, people in India have, you know, different things from the water, and uh, so apparently that's true. And Srila Aurobindo taught that. Even though you have this disease, you have the yellow eyes, and you, you take sugar and it doesn't taste right, so you know things are not right. If you take sugar and it doesn't taste sweet, that's something's wrong. But the actual, he says, Srila Prabhupada, the, the treatment for that jaundice is to keep taking sugar, even though you don't like it in the beginning. You know about that? Yeah. You take, take, keep tasting sugar and gradually, gradually, it'll taste sweeter and sweeter. So what we have ahead of, ahead of us, our, you know, um, our real necessity for our life is to get the taste for a relationship with God. Then all problems of life will be satisfied automatically along with that. You know, you don't have to worry about things separately. You don't have to worry about what am I going to do with my retirement? What am I? What is the president going to do with Medicare? What is the president going to do to my you know 401k? Or what is you know going to happen with? So many we already talked about it. You know, all these are like watering the the leaves of a tree instead of water pouring water on the root. Shubhakar said, you just pour water on the root of the tree. And the root is the supreme personality of that got The tree comes from him. He is the source of everything. So anybody with common sense knows you don't just try to water around, sprinkle water on the leaves of the tree. You take water and you put it right there on the root, just that one thing, and that satisfies the whole tree. It's amazing. You know, that's an amazing analogy. So anyway, so 853, I think we'll have Prasad on here. She already did the altar. Any final comments for Boo? Mm -hmm. Or the Puja Manaji, I'm sorry I missed said your name. Your classes are always very nice. Okay, thank you. (laughs) You can tell you that you study for them. Oh yeah. Okay. There's always noteworthy points. Okay. Oh, I did have some really okay, well we should go. But there's a beautiful verse that Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, he was always confronted by people who who had concerns about um, altruism, things like well what are you what are you devotees doing to feed the poor, or to help the unfortunate? And his summary statement was, harikatha hi kevalam um, Putamam shreya, eva nasaṅgsheya. That means, harikatha, or talks about the transcendental activities of the Lord, are the supreme benefit, Putamam shreya, that's the supreme benefit for mankind. He also said, devotional service benefits all beings in all countries at all times. It's the same thing as pouring a root on the, on the trunk of the tree. Those who chant the Lord's glories uplift every living entity on the planet. That's amazing. So we want to help others. You know, we want to be good people. How, what is the best way to really do that is it to talk about mundane things and to try to encourage people we have to make friends with people we have to be friendly and we have we even we have to know kind of what's on the what are the concerns of normal people but as much as we can if we can bring them back to this you know how to actually water the root on the tree then people's problems will be solved yeah. Yeah. All the assembled devotees of the Lord, Ki Poor Bhaktavinda, Ki Prasadam, Ki Sri Krishna Prasadam, Ki Sri Harinam Sankirtana, University of Arizona, Ki I was watching online. Oh, thank you. We were watching
1: Christian online. Krishna's so kind. Huh? We were so kind. Huh? We were oh, yeah. Oh, huh? yeah. We had to do a few
0: things before we went out to high and high. Hey, yeah, everybody's got <laughs> chores. Oh, that's why technology is so <laughs> great. Watch while we're doing things and listen. Somebody's cell phone's here.